Hi everyone, this is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today I have the pleasure to interview Kaylee from Blinder. Blinder is a call scheduling and recording platform for the communication managers of high performance teams. And I said it before, I think it's sort of a niche uh, positioning in the market, but a very interesting one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to get some information about the project. But first of all, I want to welcome my guest to the show. Uh, welcome Kaylee. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Benjamin. Nice to talk to you this morning, my time, and uh, this evening, your time over there in Germany. Cool. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's almost the end of the day. So yeah, <laughs> different uh, setups for both of us. Uh, but I suggest we just uh, we jump right away into the interview. And uh, the first question is always about the person I'm interviewing. Uh, so uh, yeah, why don't you share a bit about who you are, what you've done in the past, and what you're up to now? Yeah, sure, Benjamin. I'm uh, Kaylee Wilson, one of the founders uh, of Blinder, a company operating out of New Zealand. Uh, I used to be the communications manager of the New Zealand Rugby League team, so working with a number of the highest profile athletes in our part of the world. Uh, and I also looked after communications for uh, one of our highest profile female sports teams, uh, the, the Northern Mystics netball side, which is Uh, a little bit like basketball, but I won't go down the rabbit hole of explaining netball to your listeners if they aren't too sure about it. But rest assured, it's a it's a pretty big deal in New Zealand as well. So that meant working with um, yeah the, the the highest profile male athlete uh, in our our part of the world at the time, a guy Sonny Bill Williams, uh, and and all the way through to uh, teenage girls who were were just coming onto the professional sporting scene. So I had a a, a really diverse um, range of experiences uh, working across those those two teams. Uh, had earlier studied. Uh, marketing and physical education at university um, grew up in a house where my father ran journalism training in New Zealand which was uh, quite an influence on on what we've done and linked up to form Blinder with a high school friend of mine Ross McConnell. Yeah very cool and uh, usually it's good to come from a diverse background so I think that helped uh, in your journey very interesting. Um, the second question goes to a direction of your current project Blinder so I'm wondering which problem it is that you're actually solving with the, with the project. Yeah, I was really frustrated as a communications manager, Benjamin, by how hard it was to put the media in touch with my athletes by phone without sacrificing uh, the privacy of the athletes. So if you are in the process of arranging calls for your athletes or for musicians or for politicians or whoever else you might work with as a, as a communications manager, you kind of have to make a decision whether you are going to give out the personal mobile numbers of those people, which... Uh, sure, makes them very easily contactable in the short term, uh, but ultimately you have no control over who can ring, when, how long calls are going for, you have no record of what's been discussed, uh, and if uh, if you carry on that way, you generally have a pretty unhappy group of uh, people that you are working for, and often you have unhappy media too because they they don't have really clear times of when things are happening. But if you aren't giving out the, the personal uh, contact details of the people you represent, uh, it makes it very difficult for them to reliably be contacted and it also soaks up a whole lot of everyone's time making that happen, including the communications manager. So in that instance, I'm in situations where like, sure, you can only talk to the athlete when I am standing next to them. All right, well, now three of us have to be aligned to make this call happen and I don't spend my life standing next to my athletes. Um, so it was just a, a, an annoyance that I had to choose between sacrificing the privacy of the people that I represented, which I thought was a poor option, 
uh, or making them difficult to contact uh, and also absorbing everyone's time, which also seemed a pretty poor option. Uh, and so the thought percolating in my mind was, uh, wouldn't it be great if we could have uh, accessibility and privacy just married together really simply in a solution? Yeah, super cool. It's uh, one of the, those ideas that immediately makes sense when you hear them. And uh, it seems like you're also solving a very specific problem. And uh, I think startups who are tackling specific problems uh, have a very good chance of being successful if they do it right. Um, and speaking about doing right, um, the question is, how exactly do you solve that uh, situation? And what is so special about your solution in particular? Yeah, um, how we've solved it uh, is that we've created a call scheduling and recording platform that high-performance teams use to promote and protect their, their talent and, and to be very specific on how it works. It allows communication managers to schedule calls which their athletes receive on their personal mobiles without having shared any personal contact details with the caller. Uh, and there are all sorts of other features uh, built into that with automatic reminders and uh, time zone adjustments and call notes and, and very significantly as part of that package is the recording of the calls which are instantly available on the dashboard of the communications manager and can then be used for, for content or for fact checking or for media training in a variety of other ways. So to really step you through the process, uh, Benjamin, Uh, say I'm the communications manager of the German national football team, uh, soccer team. Oh, I'm, nice. not sure if you, I'm not sure if you talk football or soccer over there. It's very confusing for me having just been uh, in the United States for a few months where football is obviously not soccer. Um, but if I'm the communications manager for the, the German uh, national football team, Uh, the media will request an interview with me with, with one of my players. Uh, I will check with the player if that timing works for them and uh, you know we'll, we'll sort that through as the communications manager. I'm still in charge of, of all the arrangements and, and very much hold the reins. But then at the agreed time, I can just uh, um, schedule a call for this athlete with this uh, member of the media. Uh, I can record the call. I have the option to, to join the call myself if I would like. I I just put all those details in. It's as, as simple as uh, booking a, a, a calendar appointment um, and I hit send and it, it fires out the, the details to the media uh, and the athlete um, by, by text and email. And then at the agreed time, uh, the media dial my German national football team um, uh, a phone line and it channels straight through to the personal mobile of that athlete Uh, without uh, sharing any contact details of either party. Uh, and and as the communications manager, I can see in real time when that call is taking place. I have the reassurance that uh, things are happening you know, as they should be. And once the call is completed, uh, I can play back the audio or download it uh, or anything straight away. So very simple process uh, in terms of the uh, the commitment that the the athlete has to make It's just agree to do a call at a certain time, receive a notification with the details of that call, receive a reminder, and then answer their phone on a on a team number that they know and trust. So yeah, very um, very simple uh, from from the athlete's end and and very simple from the media's end as well because it's just dial a number you know at the agreed time and 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 you're, you're done. 
Cool. Yeah. First of all, I'm uh, happy that you referred to the German football team because we don't call it soccer here in Europe. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so happy about that. <laughs> uh, and secondly, it sounds uh, it really sounds like a very pragmatic and easy to use solution, and I'm sure that's appreciated by the people who use it. Coming a bit to the challenging parts of um, building such a project, uh, would you say it's 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 rather on the technical side of making it work? Even though I would expect it's probably uh, sort of standard uh or is it more like convincing people to actually use it or is it more in the the sector of security privacy or maybe something completely else so what would you think is the, the challenging part in this yeah the the using the technology is not hard so that's you know been a lovely lovely part of the solution is that 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 piece is far easier than people even assume it is before they give it a try so That, that it's it's pleasing that that's not our challenge. There always are challenges in, in startups, though, and uh, I'd say the big one for us is getting people to change their behavior because we deal with communications managers in some parts of the world that have always given out the personal contact details of their athletes, and so they uh, have to undergo uh, a bit of a change uh, to uh to conclude that that's probably behavior that, that could be improved or a system that could be improved. Um, we also deal with communications managers who have only ever done calls through their own phone. And so they uh, you know, have a bit of natural nervousness that how will I be sure if the calls have happened or will my athletes let me down or um, you know, we, we can't just have people randomly ringing the athletes at, at any time. And uh, as you're probably already aware, Benjamin, that's not how the system works. If, people were to yeah. call outside the defined times there's the, the athlete is unaware because the the call cannot connect but yeah we, i mean we've even spoken with with teams who've given up on phone calls who've just decided this is too difficult and if you want to speak to our athletes you have to come to training and see them face to face or or we're not doing it and so um we feel that we're you know opening things up for uh for better communication i think it's really important for all of us on the planet that we're talking and understanding each other and you know getting a, a deeper sense of of what's going on than can be conveyed purely through brief uh, text messages or photos and so um, yeah there's a few few challenges there just around the behavior change mostly of the communications manager at that team yeah very nice explanation on the challenges and uh, i've heard it from other startups before with with different solutions obviously that uh yeah like the behavioral challenge or change of behavior uh is one of the biggest issues uh when it comes to new tech solutions uh, and i agree with you that uh in these days communication should not be an issue anymore and sh people should not have to come to the training ground to to speak to the players actually so um yeah very very useful uh solution there um Thank you. coming to completely other aspect uh of a startup life is um how you make money actually so maybe you can elaborate a bit on what's your business model and uh yeah where, where you make your money yeah so we sell to the organization of the communications manager uh that that is representing you know that team so uh one of our clients for instance is the university of central florida ucf who have been making some lovely noise down in uh, in college football in the United States with uh, so far two unbeaten seasons. Um, and we sell to, to the athletics department of the University of Central Florida uh, through their uh, 
uh, head of communications, Andy Seeley. So uh, that that's that's who our client is. There's no charges to the athlete. There's no charges to the media. Uh, they just make, make or receive a call. Um, we have a, a, a SaaS-based model, software as a service, uh, with the main criteria, um, distinguishing accounts being the number of communications managers that might be using it. So uh, we worked recently with the Commonwealth Games, biggest sporting event uh, in Australia in the last decade, and you know they had a large number of communications managers uh, running running that event, um, and some others will just have a singular communications manager looking after a team. So. That's one of the main distinctions, as is the number of calls that they are doing. So, you know, some teams are getting through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calls a year, and, and for some it's it's less. So uh, as a guide, though, as a single communications manager can get rolling. Uh, f- generally, they're around 99 US dollars a month, uh, and, and things head on up upwards of, of 500 US a month, um, you know, uh, and continue further north depending on, the, the, the greater number of communications managers that come onto the account. Um, as a little sort of look at, at where we're currently working, we work with a number of pro and, and college sports teams, uh, with governing bodies, with major events, with college conferences in the United States, and, and we work a lot with music and, uh, and uh, other entertainment publicists. So there's already quite a spread of clients uh, that, that we're working with. Very cool. And it almost answers my next question, I think, because I was about to ask about some uh, success stories and maybe some metrics that you can share. You mentioned uh, lots of very interesting clients already. Uh, is there something else you want to share with us uh, with regards to, to success stories? Yeah. So uh, Blind is already being used by Olympic champions to Grammy winners uh, at the end of you know, those people who are, are receiving calls. So we're, we're right at the top levels of, of uh, sport and entertainment. Uh, we work with teams uh, from the biggest colleges in the NCAA and in, in the United States um, college sport uh, through the Premier League of English football. Uh, we work with the governing bodies of the biggest sports in New Zealand, which is the New Zealand Rugby Union, and Australia, which is uh, the Australian Football League, AFL, which is not football like Americans think of football and it's not football like Germans think of football, but it's, <laughs> it's just football like Australians think of football, really. Uh, it's quite quite different. Um, through to, uh, yeah, we, uh, one of our clients is the America's Cup sailing champions, uh, Emirates Team New Zealand, uh, through to the South African cricket team, to the Italian rugby team. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts going on. We, we've got clients and on four continents uh, at the moment. Uh, and uh, as you're aware, we've just spent a, a large uh, amount of time in, in the last few months in the United States working with the Stadia Ventures crew and um, planting seeds there with uh, with some pretty interesting people and, and organisations. And we don't talk about teams that are uh, specifically that are just having trials at the moment, but I can assure you that some of the biggest pro uh and governing bodies of, of American sport are on trials with Blinder at the moment. Wow, super impressive. And you're just shooting out name after name after name, and <laughs> seems like things are, are running well for you. So, uh, yeah, well done. Congratulations. Please, uh, we're, we're ready and waiting for our first German clients. So uh, if, uh, <laughs> if if you or the listeners could email through the the next wave from uh, from Europe, that would be appreciated. Perfect. I will do my best. And uh, yeah, of course, I will put uh, your website and all that people have to know in the show notes so they can they can contact you directly. Thank you. 
Perfect. So we're coming slowly towards the end of this interview, but after having had this look into the past, we want to have a look into the future. So I would like to know what's coming up in the next couple of months for you, something spectacular that, that's in planning? Yeah, the, the immediately uh, we will be back to the United States uh, for uh, Global Demo Day with, with Stadia Ventures uh, in St. Louis in January. Uh, that's when we'll kick off our, our US uh, next round of fundraising. So that's a, a, a big um, a big push for us. We have achieved some some pretty awesome things in, in many respects uh, from a small team uh, based in New Zealand. Uh, if Blind is going to grow into the uh, the company that we all see that it can, uh, that's not going to to happen um, just with a. A few people and in in, in founders uh, flying around the world f from a New Zealand base, so we'll be employing a team in the United States, and we already have our, our first hire there uh, lined up. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be expanding the technology, making a big push into the United States, uh, kicking off a, a major fundraising round over there, uh, um, and then the next uh, next step is is coming over to Europe where. You know, we have clients from the Premier League of English football to uh, first-class county cricket to international rugby, um, but we we haven't put too much effort into um, haven't put too much attention so far yet in, into into Europe, and uh, we really um, want to and, and need to change that. So we'll be uh, be pushing things uh, further there a little bit later into to 2019 as well. Very cool. So you're basically on the way to becoming a truly global company with a few white spots, but you're on the way. <laughs> can I say? Can I say it that way? Yeah, we're we're, um, we're pretty thrilled that you know we've got clients from, as I was saying, four continents already in in Australasia, uh, in Africa, in Europe, and in North America, uh, and in uh, interest from Asia and you know other things happening already. But yeah, we we. Uh, feel that we've done our testing and, and things in, in Australasia, which will still be the, the sort of heart of, of where we, we trial um, the blinder technology first. But we, uh, yeah, we're ready to um, ready to rev things up, and, and we've got a global solution, and we just need to put some uh, some more uh, firepower, you know, in behind what we're doing, um, so that uh, so that word can get out, and, and we can, um, yeah, we really see that that blinder can change the way communications is done in professional sport and uh, I know we've spoken so far Benjamin mostly around how Blinder is used for the media to talk to athletes but clubs are already teaching us uh, by saying hey we see that this will be a great solution for putting our fans more directly in touch with athletes so why couldn't a fan interview an athlete after training each week or why couldn't a, a season member speak to one of our athletes after every game with the audio of that conversation recorded and then shared with all the other fans as they're driving or, or, or traveling by train or bus or what have you home. So um, there's a whole lot of areas that we see that, that we can change the, um, yeah, the beauty of the communication that's happening uh, from sports teams. And then others have said, hey, we believe this can – be really useful for sponsors and, and adding another layer of um, another layer of benefits to sponsorship packages that include direct calls with athletes. So uh, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of ways that we see this expanding that um, you know aren't aren't just in in media to athlete interactions, and they also aren't just within sport. We've already alerted that we're working with uh, music publicists that 
represent Grammy winners already, but uh, there's major um, ground to be made in the entertainment industry and then other things on the radar and, and include politics and, and help the health sector and uh, education and eventually even just conversations uh, between human being to human being where um, there's something a bit clumsy about uh, about phone numbers at the moment that they once they're exchanged, they give permanent access to people and uh, that leads to a, a fairly disrupted life for a number of people who are trying to achieve things. So whilst we are focused at the sort of top end to launch with Blinder with the Olympic champion to Grammy winner use, we eventually see that the, the lessons we've, we'll have learnt in this space will flow on through to, to everyday, um, everyday users. So, you know, that's a, another exciting bit of the... A uh, bit of the journey, but it's it's not the not the focus for the next few months. Yeah, but very interesting angle to your solution, and uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you have sort of a direct access to a very interesting target group, maybe may athletes, maybe um, yeah, singers, musicians, uh, all the the target groups you're talking about, and that's a very very valuable asset. And uh, yeah, I mean, there are lots of restrictions in that communication for sure, but still, uh, I think you can build something very interesting uh, out of this. Yeah, thank you. We're learning a lot, you know, the the information flowing through from the sports teams around the world is happening all the time. You know, I got a, a message on WhatsApp yesterday from uh, from a communications manager in US College Sport saying, hey, have you thought about this? And uh, the quality of our product, I think, is very reflective of the quality of the people who are among our early adopters and their openness to share because they believe this space should be a whole lot tidier for athletes and coaches and for communications managers, and that it can be something quite brilliant for the media as well, who are you know facing their own challenges within their industry. Absolutely. And I think we, we learned a lot about uh, Blinder already. Do you think there's something that we missed or that we did not cover yet? I think you've been pretty thorough there, Benjamin, uh, and the listeners have probably heard enough from me. Um, so, no, I, 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 yeah, I, I think you've covered things off. Cool. Uh, then I have one last question. It's more about how you work. Um, and I'm always wondering if my interviews have some sort of productivity hack. So something that helps you being productive. Maybe it's something small, maybe it's something big, uh, anything that comes into your mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit different on this one. And uh, my productivity hack is going to be uh, suggesting that people talk to strangers. So uh, that's not a uh, yeah, not a not a technical solution, but a number of the wins we've had from Blinder have come from uh, random conversations. So, to give an example, I recently got put in touch with the communications manager of a national uh, soccer team through speaking with a lady in the laundry at our hotel, and it turned out that her daughter was a goalkeeper as in that national soccer team. She got curious about Blinder, uh, introduced us through. I was in a cafe uh, recently in Colorado Springs. I was having a, a conversation, treating very carefully as a New Zealander about politics because uh, you know, not our not our area of expertise in, in that part of the world. And the guy in front of me in the queue turned around and, and joined the conversation and it turned out that he was running for a attorney general of that state and got voted in later that day uh, and was really curious to talk about what we're up to. Uh, at that same cafe, I uh, accidentally got my bag strap caught around my leg as I was leaving my table, tripped over and uh, almost headbutted the lady who was having a glass of wine at the table next to me 
uh, was very apologetic, obviously. She was a little bit rattled. And uh, she said, what are you doing over here from, from New Zealand? I explained, and, and she told me that her husband ran the U.S. Olympic Committee's museum. And then she introduced me to another person across the table who was the, the digital manager of U.S. volleyball. So uh, I just think sometimes we can get a little bit insulated in what we're up to. And, uh, and if we're curious about who other people are and allow them to be curious with who we are, uh, some pretty interesting things can happen. So I would uh, I would suggest there's a genuine productivity hack. Talk to strangers, ask them who they are, let them know who you are, and uh, and uh, yeah, let let some of the wonderful mysteries of the world unfold. <laughs> I think that's uh, one of my top productivity hacks that I've heard so far. <laughs> I have lots of th sympathies for that. So uh, my my goal for the next year will be to uh, speak louder in coffee shops and make make the most out of uh, embarrassing situations when I'm uh, potentially <laughs> clumsy or something like this. <laughs> so <laughs> thank thank you for sharing, and I think this is a very good ending to this <laughs> podcast interview. Uh, uh, Kaylee, thank you very much for, for sharing all of this uh, about Blinder, about uh, how you work as well. Uh, and I wish you guys all the best for the future. And same to you, Benjamin. Thank you so much for, for taking an interest in what we're up to and, uh, and best wishes with your, with your podcast and, uh, and your own business. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.